Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Maroc, Ambassador of Dark and Paranormal Tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Hey everybody, today I'm very excited to bring you Christy. No, do you go by Chris? It's Christy. Chris or Christy. Chris Chris works. Christy, Chris. I answered anything. Miss K. No. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Christy Sumner of Soul Sisters Paranormal. So um, thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Again, actually, I don't know when this will drop. It I, It could be before. We had just talked two days ago, which it won't be two days ago by the time anybody's listening. But earlier this same week, I got to talk with um, Christy with my um, A Haunt Mess co-host, Sarah and Dee Dee. And we had an excellent Excellent chat. So you will have to also turn it, tune in, turn in, tune into that episode and um, talk with Christy. I mean, listen to Christy. I'm talking <laughs> with Christy, but I'm going to let her talk and kind of give in the hot mess uh, episode. Mm-hmm. She kind of gives a background of how you got into this and how you investigate with your sisters. Um, and I'll leave that up to you if you want to repeat that or just direct people to the. Yeah, I can absolutely repeat it. Um, you know, it's it's kind of an interesting story. My sisters and I wanted to kind of do something different for what we would consider girls weekends um, because we do live in, in different parts of the country. So we started getting together and going on paranormal investigations. Our first one was at uh, West Virginia State Penitentiary in Moundsville, West Virginia. And we chose that one because our grandpa used to be a prison guard at Moundsville and we had a friend of the families that was um, on the board that ran Moundsville and he said why don't y'all come up and and do a tour one night and stay the night and see what you find so that's what we did that's that was our very first investigation and we were really blown away by the activity that we were able to capture that night we it was very rudimentary we had a couple of uh, a couple of handheld night vision cameras and a couple of digital cameras and a couple of voice recorders but uh, we were able to capture some amazing stuff. And we, abs- we subsequently went back to investigate it again with much more sophisticated equipment, you know, K2 meters, um, the REM pod, some, um, uh, some voice recorders, additional night vision video cameras. And you know, Moundsville will always be near and dear to our heart because of the amount of activity that we were able to get there. So that's kind of how we got started into this. We, this was in 2014. And um, we've just been uh, going to different locations ever since and just having a ball with it. Oh, my God. Okay, so mm, that was me, some kind of weird feedback. I'm positive. Um, <laughs> in case anybody listening hears the, the weird grumble, grumble. Um, the uh, one question I didn't think of to ask you when I heard that before, when we all talked with Sarah and Dee Dee. Did you guys, was that your very, very, very first investigation or had any of you guys investigated before 
Not really formal investigations. Um, I had lived in Colorado a, a couple of years prior, and I did a couple of, uh, you know, um, public investigations and, and kind of did that. But we really wanted to get together as a group and start doing really the private investigations to get rid of the outside interference, the outside environmental factors, um, really kind of control what we did with our investigation. So Moundsville just offered the perfect opportunity to do that because we had family in the area. Um, and we also uh, had that historical background connection with our grandpa. So it, it was just really a, a, a trifecta of circumstances that led us to, to go there first, and it, it really hooked us. That's cool. And did you ever have any kind of um, uh, experience, like what, was it watching TV, or was it that you had an experience, or what kind of even led you to that world? <laughs> Well, we uh, obviously, you know, it, people started watching Ghost Hunters and, and stuff like that. And we would watch those shows, not religiously, but we would catch them every now and then. And when we would talk about it or, or we're watching the episodes, we would ask ourselves, you know, what would we ask? You know, I would we maybe we could have done this or maybe we could have used this trigger item. So we just talked about that so much that again, when the opportunity presented itself to go to Moundsville, we absolutely jumped on it. So we, we had some idea of what we were going to do when we got there, but every investigation that we do just evolves into a greater experience for us with regard to our investigation technique and with regard to our equipment deployment and technique. So it just really grows every every time that we do one. So to answer your question in a long-winded way, we watch them and, and we're exposed to that, but we weren't really fanatics uh, in watching that, no. Oh, it just sort of like, it was like the spark that... It, Initially, yes, initially, but, you know, when somebody invites you to go into Moundsville at night, whether you're a paranormal investigator or not, you kind of jump on that chance, so that's what yes. we did. <laughs> yes. That's what we did. There's no other answer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and did, um, oh gosh, I just had another question I was going to ask in regards to all the investigating. Um, there might be an awkward pause here that I would just have to eliminate. Um it had to do with something you just said about the, the Mansville. Dadgummit, me and my brain. That's okay. Well, it's not going to come back. It'll come back if I think about it or at 3 a.m. Um, no, that's fine. You can call me. <laughs> okay. Chris, I came back. <laughs> um, did you ever, why is my brain just blanking right now? This is really bad. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to take what? a moment and just do that. Well, that's all right. You can take a moment. No, it just was something really interesting that you said, and now it's just gone. That had to do with Mansfield. Hmm. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. It does okay. have to do with that. What I was going to tell people was, if you want to watch any of your, so is the Moundsville one, did you put that up on YouTube? Yes, ma'am. All of our um, investigations, uh, I've, created a video for each of them. Um, you know, uh, again, along with that ev 
evolution process, my editing and, 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 you know, skills like that, my videography skills have gotten a little bit better. So it is, you know, kind of a, a elementary type of video, but yes, there is a video out on, on West Virginia and Moundsville, and you can see some of the evidence that we captured there. And uh, it's, it's just to us a really fascinating place. You know, we went in, like I said, the second time, with uh, the K2 meters and some different equipment. And we were able to capture, you know, door slamming, uh, footsteps. We had a great K2 session with um, what we believe is the spirit of Red Snyder, who is one of the prisoners that was housed in, um, in Moundsville. And uh, what we did, we also like to go in and use different trigger items. So, excuse me, um, what we did on this uh, instance was we knew that Red really liked to watch Days of Our Lives. So what we did was we actually downloaded a couple episodes of Days of Our Lives onto my laptop and we put that in his cell and we let it run unattended for an hour. And after that, we came back and that's when all the activity really started. So, um, you know, like I said, we had a great K2 session there. We got several EVPs there. And, uh, you know, that that's definitely a location that we want to get back to at some point in time. That's awesome. That's why I'm glad you. What is happening? Let me double check my audio. That I, I'm sure it's on my my blue snowball, but <clears throat> I don't know. Does it sound fine to you when I talk? Yeah, you you sound great. Okay, that's so weird. Okay, um, that's I. But anyway, so I'm glad. Ow! I just stubbed my toe. <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought up the um the your trigger and and the fact what you did because that's so different with mm -hmm. you know getting to know the ghost basically mm -hmm. or the legend of the ghost that's there Absolutely. and finding a way to connect on some very personal mm -hmm. level a lot of people try to connect but i think it's a lot more generic than that and you guys went we do. You know, we we kind of pride ourselves on the fact that we do have a research minded background. All of us are, for lack of a better term, term academics. Um, you know, I have a Ph.D. My twin sister has a Ph.D. My younger sister has a J.D. Our friend Cara has a J.D. and uh, Kim has a master's. So we really pride ourselves on taking that extra step, not to say that we're better than any other team out there. We just kind of like to use a different approach in our minds. So we do a lot of pre-research and, you know, when we go to these locations, we essentially feel like we are trying to connect with the, the spirit, that person that that spirit was. So when we find these things like um, the fact that Red liked to use, or watch Days of Our Lives, or we know that um, the keeper in the lighthouse liked to smoke this certain type of cigar, we're going to use that as trigger items and you know, kind of go that extra step to really let them know that we are interested in telling your story. That's why we're here. We're not trying to provoke. We're not trying to you know, disparage your name or your memory in any type of form or fashion. What we want to do is tell your story. And in order to do that, we feel that we need to connect with them on some type of a level. I love that. I love that you guys, and I think that's when I blinked. I was thinking that I wanted to make sure to tell people, go to your Soul Sisters Paranormal um, YouTube and website, because mm -hmm. the website also links right to all the different videos, right? Yes, um, ma'am. And you guys do have more. If people are kind of fed up, or I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say that in a negative way. If people are is disenfranchised, is that very negative? No, no. Uh, 
we can use that. Okay, so if people are disenfranchised with the the entertainment shows, you guys are not not that you're boring or you know whatever. It's you're still entertaining, but it's hitting it at a different, little bit different of a a more scientific and research investigation aspect. And, than... and thank you. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we're trying to do. Absolutely. Um, you know, like I said, when we started this, it was just really to kind of see what it was like first and foremost, and if we could actually do this and sustain this as a group. Um, and that's why, you know, some of the first couple of videos, they didn't come out for a while, um, but my family and friends just started asking, you know, when you go to places like Moundsville or um, Fort Mifflin, what is it like when you go there? What are you seeing? What are you experiencing? So that's when we started taking the pieces together and actually putting together videos. And, and what we want to try to convey is, you know, why we were there. So we give a very um, detailed, what we hope is a very detailed history of each of the locations, maybe a fun fact or two that the viewers didn't know. And then we'll kind of showcase what we did in the investigation, where we set up equipment, why we set it up there, you know, how many investigators were there that night, what the atmosphere was, and kind of give you a sense of where we actually placed things and how we did it and why. And then we'll roll into the evidence that we captured at that location and then round it up and, and summarize it again with the history and why we feel um, we did capture that, uh, the evidence that we captured. So we try to really encompass the entire investigation that way to give the audience a sense of really what it's like to be there and why we did what we did. That's cool. <clears throat> what is happening? I don't know what that, I don't know what I've done wrong. I'm going to try unplugging this really quick. Okay. I have to... Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Sure, yep. Okay, I think that, we'll see if that stops it. Sometimes it's just my cable, sometimes I think I move or so, I don't know what it is. Um, mm -hmm. But sorry, if it sounds all grrr. You don't at all, you don't sound, oh. I, I haven't heard that yet. Oh, okay, good, <laughs> I keep hearing it, I'm like, I'm so sorry. No, I haven't heard a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, Another question I have for you is, do you ever have, um, well, okay, let me back up first. So the two times you've gone to Moundsville so far, mm -hmm. did you have very similar experiences or were were they slightly different or? I, I'd say we had some, some well, kind of to answer your question, both. Um, there's a place on the second story that was an infirmary medical area and the first time we went there, we sat as a group and we heard footsteps coming up and down. We heard some doors door slamming and we captured that again on the second time that we went. So that was very similar. Um, the first time that we went, we didn't have K2 meters. Again, it was a very rudimentary investigation. So the second time, that's when we did the investigate or the, um, the setup with the trigger items in red cell. So, you know, we, we thought we would get some more experiences there and we did. Um, so that's where we captured several EVPs, very good EVPs, um, as well as that very interesting uh, K2 meter, because um, we had two going and it was, it was jumping from one to the other on command. So that was kind of interesting to us. So to answer your question, we had both. Um, we experienced the same thing both times and then slightly different uh, experiences the second time. That's really cool. And the K2, uh, for for those who don't know, you you guys kind of, well, I have a 
I'm going to tease people for a second there with that. Um, but had you had activity in Red Cell before, or did you know anything about him that first time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We Again, we, we tried to do our research going in, um, even though we were very amateur at this. We, we did want to kind of use that that research background. So we knew about him um, as well as and, and the, the guide there actually told us some stories as well, which we used in the second investigation. So we took the information that he gave us in the first investigation and used it in the second investigation. But uh, no, that first one um, to us in Red Cell, you really got this feeling that you weren't alone, um, that there was something trying to communicate with you. We did capture a couple EVPs that night, but it was really on the second time that we went that, you know, we were more prepared. I think um, that's when we did the whole Days of Our Lives um, ex experiment. And uh, so I think that's that's why he really responded. Again, you know, if you make them feel comfortable or you acknowledge that you did some research um, and kind of get to know them as they were in life, I think they'll respond to you. And that's kind of what we did. And I was extremely pleased and excited with the results. Oh, that's great. Because you guys are very um, oh, compassionate and um, I want to say sympathetic, but that, that's not the exact right <laughs> word, although it, it is that also. But I just really like your approach with how sensitive, that's the word. I knew Thank it was you. an S word, but it's very <laughs> sensitive and respectful, which is also refreshing <laughs> in the current, uh, you know, industry, you know, TV industry. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I appreciate I appreciate you saying that. And, and that's, that is one of the things that we pride ourselves on because I mean, listen, we're not going in to try to show bravado or, or just go in and, and take charge of a situation or an, or an environment. We really are legitimately there trying to tell the story. And even if we go into locations and we don't get paranormal activity, we're still going to tell the history of that location and try to give an experience of what happened there and the main players in the event or events that occurred around that location. So we really go in with the mindset of we're here to really tell a story. Um, and, and not that, you know, male teams or co-ed teams are, are, are bad or different. It's just our approach is we're not going in to look for anything negative. We're not going in to stir anything up. If, if something wants to communicate with us, fantastic. That's that's what we're hoping for. If not, we get that too. We understand that as well. Um, so to us, it's it's about the experience as a whole. Um, and then the evidence is, is kind of secondary, if that makes sense in our minds. Yeah. And what's interesting, too, that I didn't think of till you just brought that up is none of you guys say that you're psychics or anything, right? No, we don't. Um, and honestly, we're not. Um, my sister, my twin and I, you know, we do have a connection um, that I think kind of supersedes most uh, connections. But, uh, you know, I, I don't claim to be psychic. Uh, and, you know, I do feel when we go into locations, I, I, I can kind of feel that there's something there in some points. But, you know, to me, that while I can tell you that I feel something, I can't convey that to you in evidence. Um, you know, I can tell you that I'm sitting here and I feel cold right now, but, you know, that's that's subjective to me. You know, you could be sitting in the same chair and it'd be 100 degrees to you. So we really try to when I when I put st stuff like that out in the video, if I say, you know, we're feeling cold, or I've gotten touched. We, we really try to minimize that as evidence and really try to put forth anything that we've captured on audio and video. 
Um, so to say, you know, I, I think I hear something or I feel something, um, to me, it's, it's so subjective that it's, I really don't like putting that forth as evidence. Now, that's not to disparage against mediums or psychics or clairvoyance or anything like that. That's just not the approach that we take. Yeah, and that's, it's refreshing too, because um, Sarah and Didi and I always talk about this. It seems like every show has to have at least, especially if it's a girl, very few actually kindred spirits right now i think is the only one on tv i can think of that has chip coffee that's a male psychic mm -hmm. i'm sure there's other ones but i'm i don't know there's so many shows now that i can't there are but um you guys that's where we and i'm kind of giving something away but sarah and i and Didi all just were cuckoo crazy for you guys because you're coming from it from an angle we don't get to see women represented as much and you know more from the academic side and they have brains are much more than just witches or psychics or they bring something else to the equation you guys are proving that so i love that well thank you we appreciate that i, I mean that means a lot thank you yeah that's really cool and i never did ask so what is your phd in uh, my, well, my master's is in criminal justice. My PhD is in public administration with an emphasis on criminal justice. Oh, wait, did I ask you that the other day? Maybe I did. You did, but that's okay. Because okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, that sounds awful familiar. I think I did ask you that. I, mean, I can't even remember anything anymore. That's bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. There's two different shows. I can answer it twice. <laughs> but when I heard it, I knew. I'm like, wait, I know that. <laughs> and what about your sister? My twin has the, the same uh, academic background. So oh. we, we actually went through our programs together. How cool is that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. And what about, <clears throat> so what do you tell people or if they say, well, don't you get scared or it, have you ever been, like I tell people, I don't think I've ever truly been scared somewhere, alarmed, but not truly like, wow, something's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. What do you tell people when they ask? Um, I, I tell them that we've gotten startled. Uh, when you have a door slam or footsteps running at you, there's definitely a startled factor. But honestly, once you get into these locations and you go in with the mindset of, of getting your equipment set up and, and really kind of making sure that your trigger items are in place and, and how you're going to do the investigations with regard to your EVP sessions and, and such, it to us it becomes so focused that you know, you're in the environment and even though a door slams or something to us, it's like, great, let's go investigate that further. Um, let's go see if, if, you know, we can, we can ask some different questions that is going to give us the same results or the same response. Um, so I can honestly say we've never gotten scared. Startled would probably be the best word. Yeah. Um, but, but then follow that up with excitement. It's just like, okay, this is exciting to us. This is, you know, kind of why we're here. So yeah, it's happening. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Because exactly. Really. It's like what, I don't even know if you'd say 90% of the time it's sitting around and waiting and listening and mm -hmm. the, 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 the true moments mm -hmm. are literally that they're moments within hours of Mm -hmm. uh, right or no maybe you guys are having much better <laughs> <laughs> no it, you're absolutely right it, it, but it also depends on the location so for example when we went to brushy mountain and we've, we've been there twice when we went to brushy mountain penitentiary that's exactly how it was i mean you're sitting in the cafeteria for 20 30 40 minutes at a time just waiting to hear something or you know trying to get a response um but 
you know, when we went to um, Old Gilcrest County Jail uh, with Ghost Biker Explorations is the first time that I went there. That was all night. We were getting activity from um, hits on our REM pod to hits on the K2. She and I both saw shadow figures. You know, we saw things in the moment passing through our laser grid. I mean, that that was a night where we were absolutely surrounded by activity um, where there was no sitting down. So it, it really depends on the location and the night, honestly. Wow. That's really, and you know, I'm kind of noticed a theme here that I didn't, I don't think I put it all together until just now, but the three that you've brought up so far, I think that, that you have other ones, if I'm remembering the list on your website, right? But um, the three you've brought up are all prisons mm -hmm. and yes, you have your background in <laughs> that sort of realm. I mean, yes, that's kind of a cool, I, I don't, I don't know that I know another group out there that has that, like, mm -hmm. that has a legal background, yes, like all of you guys, that's cool. <laughs> it is, it, it definitely leads in my mind to, you know, kind of a different um, approach with regard to questions and follow-up questions and, you know, kind of how we go in and, and we set up our or equipment and such, um, you know, what we do when we go to a location is we actually take a day tour before the, the nighttime investigation and we take notes, copious notes of, you know, where light sources are, if there's a road nearby, are we going to get any noise pollution, um, you know, where what's going to be the best camera angle to get a larger field of vision, you know, where can we set up our laser grids? And so when we, when we couple that together, we go in that night and it reduces the time that is spent with setup. So, you know, I'll take certain pieces of equipment, Jenny will take certain pieces of equipment, you know, Michelle and Cara, and we disperse, set that up, and then we're ready to go. So I, I think it also leads to that really helping with our investigation, um, kind of that mindset going in. Um, but yes, we have been fortunate enough to go to several penitentiaries and prisons. Um, you know, uh, we also went to Fort Mifflin, which is an amazing uh, location up in Philadelphia. We've been to the St. Augustine Lighthouse, um, Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, um, uh, the Exchange Hotel in Gordonsville, Virginia. Absolutely a tremendous place. So we've been, it, it really runs the gamut, but you're right. The, the last three examples have been prisons. No, it just sort of was funny. It's like, oh, that's interesting. I just put that all together. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like the angle. Like, I'm always trying to figure out a way to work an angle. So <laughs> yeah, you, You're doing good there. You're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> and would you have any other places coming up that you're like dream places or, or I mean, either dream that you'd like to go or that you are really actually going to? Uh, we are actually going to um, uh, an abandoned uh, funeral home, um, as well as another jail in Kosciuszko, Mississippi. We're going there in uh, in March, um, and then we have actually have several speaking engagements that are coming up. Uh, to, as far as dream locations, I would love to get over to Leap Castle in uh, in Ireland and uh, do some uh, European investigations. My problem there is figuring out how to get my equipment over there with me. So, um, but other than that, I mean, we've we've had the opportunity and have been very fortunate to go to some very cool places already. But um, you know, we're always looking for interesting investigations and places to go for sure. Do you have a um a fate like I know it's not nice to play favorites, but do you have a favorite haunted place? Um, I can honestly say that for me personally, I do have a soft spot for the Ma Barker house um, just because it's a location that I've, I grew up knowing about. And 
that we were very fortunate enough that Marion County here in Florida allowed us the opportunity to be the first group to go in and investigate that location. And thus far, we've been the only group that has that has gone in there. Um, and it's just it's just a fascinating history to me. Um, the fact that you can go in and, and actually see the bullet holes where the, the shootout happened and just really see the remnants of the history. And uh, I, I'd have to say that that one really holds a place in my heart uh, just because of the access that we were afforded there. Um, as far as evidence goes, I would say the old Gilcrest County Jail, it just really kind of blew us out of the water with what we got there, um, as well as Fort Mifflin and the Exchange Hotel in Gordonsville, Virginia. And can you stay in the, the Exchange Hotel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we had it. We had it for the night, and um, I, I'd say that there we captured two of the best EVPs that we've ever captured so far. One from a what we believe is an elderly gentleman, and one from a child. And that's another thing about our group because we're all female. When we capture the a child's voice or a male's voice, I can honestly rule that out very quickly that it's not one of us. Um, so that that to us was just it, it really it kind of caught me off guard when I was reviewing evidence because I was just not expecting those great of an EVPs. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. And that I guess um, that's how not the Exchange Hotel, but the Ma Barker house. That's mm-hmm. how you and I met because of that. And I said that on the hot mess one, too, but um, yes, our hot mess episode. I'm trying to use words. My I don't know what's wrong. But anyway, so I tried to to we we did hook up for that. And I think what fascinates me, I don't remember if we had just been somewhere. I think we had. I think we had just been to Alcatraz East in Yes, um, ma'am. Pigeon Forge is that where it is? I get I Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge confused all the time. Um I- I believe it's Pigeon Ford, just Pigeon now. Ford. So we we had gone there and had just read. I mean, I I knew about Ma Barker's gang and all that stuff, but I had just seen that, and then boom, you know, it it was like a weird serendipitous <laughs> thing. So I was like, wait, that was that she that's where they died, like because I don't think mm-hmm. that it had said that on there. So I'm trying to find a photo because I'm pretty sure I took a photo of Ma Barker from their little thing that they had the exhibit. So okay. I, yeah. I just thought that's I think that's why that piqued my interest right away when you first I'm like, what is this Ma Barker really like it's in my <laughs> mind now. <laughs> and and I really do thank you for allowing us to to get an article on on Han Johns. It was it really was um, a, a great opportunity for us and it gave us a lot of exposure. So thank you. Oh, good. Yay. Mm-hmm. Well, I was excited because I'd seen you guys in um in a a couple of paper, it might have been one paper, but I get a lot of Google alerts and maybe I hit twice or something. But I'd seen, you know, that you guys are going to be the first giving the tour and, and, and um, well, not the tour, but doing the investigation of what you're, it was like a two part. I actually, it had to have been two because wasn't it like you yes. said you're going to do it and then there was, okay, they've done it and here's what mm-hmm. kind of happened. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. It was a, it was a two part um, write up in the local paper here. So one one said that we were going to do it, and then they followed up with us after it was done. That's so cool. It was a lot of fun. It. I love that. I <laughs> want to go there now too. Well, and come on. When you're when you're in the hotel, like so, do you stay in haunted hotels also when you travel? 
Yes, ma'am. We try to either haunted hotels or bed and breakfast. Yes, ma'am. Um, I mean, that's just if you're going for the full paranormal experience, I, we do believe that that is uh, the way to go. Now, absent any of that, I am a Marriott reward member. So Marriott's <laughs> are the next best thing. So, <laughs> But uh, for the most part, we do really try to stay in uh, in those locations if we can get them. That's awesome. And now, so have you ever had anything happen when you're not investigating? Uh, well, yes. And, and this was kind of a pseudo investigation. Um, my sisters and I uh, went to a family reunion in Texas down uh, in uh, near the Alamo in San Antonio. So we stayed in the Manger Hotel, which is directly beside the Alamo. And and we had, you know, we'd already done West Virginia at that point. And um, so we were just kind of goofing off and just saying, you know, let's go take some pictures. It's about two in the morning. And, uh, you know, let's get up, take some pictures, see what we can find. And um, we went to a, a foyer that uh, we're standing on one side and there's a mirror across the foyer from us. And, uh, and we took a picture and absolutely captured the figure of a woman in this picture. Um, we actually showed it to the hotel manager the next morning and he asked us to send it to him as the best example of a, a, a spirit in the mirror that he's ever seen and it just so happens that when we look at it um, we see the the profile of a woman with a blue dress and a blue um, ribbon in her hair and that's the description given of a woman that died in the room right next to that mirror so you know like i said we've stayed in that hotel and it was a pseudo investigation but i'd say probably that was the most interesting experience in a haunted hotel that we've had so far so have you ever caught um ghost images like that before or was that sort of a fluke oh that was the first in the in a mirror yes ma'am um and it was weird because we had actually taken because we knew that that was a hot spot in the hotel and so we were just kind of standing it was it was it's almost like a rotunda if you will and it's two stories so we were up on the second story so it's open you know for the story so the mirror was across the across the hall um and we we just snapped pictures and we must have had about 50 pictures of the mirror and the doors and, and all of this in the area. So just in going back through the pictures, you know, there's nothing, 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 boom, this image, nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, so it was it was very cool to to actually pick that up and, and say, okay, you know, we see this plain as day. Now again, I'm not trying to force an image on anybody. If somebody looks at the mirror and says, I can't see anything, that's I'm not going to try to force a belief on you. And that's what we do with all of our investigations. You know, I'll I'll tell you and I'll, I'll put forth what we believe is being said or we believe what we see. Um, and you have to make up your own mind about that. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not going to try to say this is it. Um, you know, we put it out there as evidence of stuff that we cannot explain. And, you, you know, the viewer has to make their own judgment about that. So with regard to the, the mirror picture, uh, for me, I see a woman, the profile of a woman. It's on our website, and uh, it, it's it's pretty interesting to us. But uh, yeah, it, it was a cool it was a cool uh, night. Oh man! And again, that's um, soulsistersparanormal.com. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so they can go check that out if they're listening to look for that page. I love that because we just had gotten back from um, speaking of Texas, Austin this past weekend, and we stayed at the um, Driscoll. And oh, yeah. um, when when we first checked in, 
we went down to the concierge and I knew they had a, had a handout for, you know, all the ghost activity. So I went down to ask the concierge about that. Do you, do you have that? And then I want, I always ask him, do you really have people that come down in the middle of the night and say, you know, I've seen something, heard something, felt something, whatever, um, just to see what they'll say. Some people say, well, yeah, it's more hyped up. You know, and some people are very honest. Well, or, you know, they'll say, oh, yeah, that happens. Well, she was happened to be honest about it or, you know, open about it. And um, there was a bellman there. And so he took us all around. He's like, oh, my gosh, you're here for that. And so he showed us, speaking of ghost photos, um, on his phone, somebody had caught on the mezzanine a picture of a woman that looks to me like she's maybe dressed in the 20s or something. And it's it's a very different image than you know if you or I were to be in a photo or whatever you, you can definitely tell now is it photoshopped is it not because he got it from another guest who happened to take it you know at nighttime but he said I could take a picture of it so I'm going to put that on my website at some point it's not there yet um but he at, at least as far as when we're recording this now maybe by the time I get your episode up it'll be there but there you um, go he, it was to me very, and then he took us all around, you know, and he's showing us, but most of this, actually everywhere that he took us pretty much was on the, they call it the historic. tower side which goes up we were on the eighth floor so when we told them where we were he's like no yeah you guys aren't gonna have sorry you know you're not on the right side well at nighttime we did have something happen and um my husband who he's not he does not he humors me he's not (laughs) into all of this so we were laying in bed and and I was asleep and I thought, oh my gosh, is it already time to get up? Because he he always gets up early. And I thought, oh my gosh, is it already four? Because he, I heard somebody coming around on my side of the bed and my side was against the windows. His side was towards the hallway. Okay. And my, the remote for the TV was on my side. So I heard footsteps. I thought, oh gosh, he's already up. I don't want to be up yet. And then next to me, he goes, do you hear footsteps? <laughs> and I was like, huh? And he goes, never mind. Like, he's like, Let's just, this is not happening right now. <laughs> I thought, oh, no, I hope he doesn't get freaked out because we'll never, he'll never let me book it. <laughs> I'm always like you guys. I go out at night and I start taking pictures mm-hmm. of, hello, is anybody here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But he does not come with me normally on those. So that's fantastic. Yeah, we had the opportunity to stay in the Farnsworth Hotel in in Gettysburg. Um, we've actually stayed there a couple of times um, through through the last couple of years, and uh, we've we've caught some interesting things there as well. Um, uh, one of them will probably be in a subsequent episode, so I won't reveal too much. But uh, it was it was really cool. Um, and you know, just again that history. You know, you can walk outside and you see the bullet holes from the Civil War and you hear the stories and you go up into the attic and you hear you, you see where the snipers were and it was just a very cool feeling just to be in that building um, so yeah we, we've caught some interesting things there as well whoa <laughs> I haven't been to Gettysburg yet and it's killing me I want to go so everybody's like what are you Courtney I'm going to swing by Nashville and I'm going <laughs> to pick you up and we're going to Gettysburg because that's just like that's almost sacrilegious there. <laughs> That's what people say. I couldn't think of the word. I'm like, they're going to discommunicate me from the paranormal community. And that's it. We're going to kidnap you. Courtney, we're, we're going. <laughs> I love it. 
Soul Sisters. Get your bag ready. <laughs> it's always, it's always ready. Atta girl, atta girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, well, this was, this was good. Do you have anything else you would like to like promote or say at all of anything? Well, or, we just, you know, it, it's to us. Episode it, up. As, as of right now, what's the latest episode that's up right now? Uh, that would be the old Gilcrest County Jail. And that was the collaboration investigation that I did with Miranda Young from uh, Ghost Biker Explorations. And she and I were the only two investigators in that jail that night. And that was the one that I was mentioning before that had the activity that was just constant all night. So uh, if, if y'all want to check that out, I'd, I'd uh, highly appreciate that. And, you know, we always welcome feedback. And, you know, like I was saying on um, a haunt mess a couple days ago, this to us is has been a very cool journey. Um, you know, we started in 2014, really got started in 2015. And, you know, there there is this sense of community in this community, um, in the paranormal community. Yeah, there are those that have different techniques and different viewpoints and such. But if you really get together with those that share the same values and the, sh and the same, um, you know, drive as you do, it can really be a very cool collaborative community. You know, we've been very fortunate to um, have Ghost Biker Explorations, um, Miranda Young, investigate with us on a couple of investigations. And it's, it's a tremendous feeling, you know, to have somebody that shares the same um, investigation values and the same historical values that you do and really kind of connect in that way and you know getting to meet you and, and Sarah and Didi again just really opens those doors to a very cool community so yeah to us it's all about it's 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 encompassed in that experience you know it's not just the investigation it's not just the evidence it's not just the history it's, it's the holistic approach to all of this and we've been having a ball and I just can't thank uh, you know people enough for their support you know we, we just reached a thousand followers on Facebook and you know it's just it's a tremendous outpouring that we've received and I just can't say how how appreciative I am for that well and you have a very healthy following on YouTube too a lot of subscribers Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma it's, it's hard to get up there, but what you do, I think once people, even if they, if they just give it, you know, even two minutes, I, I don't, I, I don't even know if you need that long. <laughs> you'll, you'll just not want to stop watching. You just watch because <clears throat> you guys are really, it's just refreshing. I don't know how else to say that. I mean, for me, it's very refreshing. So. Well, um, thank you. I, I really appreciate people. that. And so are you guys going to do more with Miranda? Yes, ma'am. We've got a couple of other things coming up. Um, you know, it's it's just one of those things that it, we've been very fortuitous with how we've connected. Um, so we have. How did you guys connect? Um, honestly, last year on uh, New Year's, I sent her an email just saying, congratulations. I hope your 2019 is a, is a great year for you. And she answered back and we started this correspondence and um, an email correspondence. And uh, we just kind of connected that way. Um, and so then when she came down to Florida, we did a couple of investigations. And uh, yeah, it's just been a great collaborative partnership and a great friendship that's come out of this. So that's kind of how we met there. But um, so we're doing a couple of other things. Uh, you know, we are obviously our individual groups. She's she's Ghost Biker Explorations. We're Soul Sisters Paranormal. But uh, the fact that we've really been able to collaborate on certain things and, you know, kind of open the door to certain um, different investigation 
um, ideas has been very tremendous and rewarding for us. So I know she's speaking at several events coming up this year. Um, we're speaking at several events coming up this year. So um, I'll be in her audience. She'll be in my audience. Um, so we're very supportive that way as well. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's just it that has been a great relationship and a great collaboration experience. And, you know, we're always welcome to uh, to other groups that, that want to collaborate with us or that we can collaborate with them because, you know, for us, there is no expert in this field. Uh, you know, if anybody claims to be an expert in the paranormal, it's it just, it's not gonna happen. You know, you're dealing, you're not dealing with absolutes here. It's not like we're going out and trying to, to solve gravity, you know. Um, I can go to the Gilcrest County Jail tonight. You can go tomorrow night and set up your equipment the exact same way that I did. You will never ever get the evidence that I got the way that I got it. Um, you may get EVPs, you may get hits on the K2, you may get hits on the REM pod, but it won't be the same way I got it. So, you know, that way you can put forth your video, I can put forth mine, and we just agree that there's something unexplainable going on. Um, but for somebody to say, oh, we know the, the end-all be-all answer in paranormal investigation, it's just, to me, that's, um, that's, that's you know, kind of counterintuitive to what we're trying to do. I, I love that. Like, you just sealed it that you're definitely my kind of a lady because that's, <laughs> there and Dee and I are always talking about that, but the way you put it actually because you have much more of a <laughs> academic background with no, the fact yeah. that that's the thing that people are missing when they say mm -hmm. why you can't be an expert and why you can't validate the, the, because any other experiment, any other test, any other thing in scientific community, if you do X and you produce Y, you get Z and, and it always happens that way. So, mm -hmm. You can't do that, and that's why there's no extra until we're at that level that we say we can summon, you know, the spirits in the exact same manner every time. Mm -hmm. I, but the way you put that, nobody has ever put that that way. I knew it, but I never heard it. So thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, yeah, again, to us, and and it's kind of manifested in my mind in the, in the last video that we did um, for uh, the old Gilcrest County Jail, you know, we used various pieces of evidence, and each one built a case for us that something unexplainable was going on in that jail. We didn't just rely on the REM pod. We didn't just rely on K2s. We didn't just rely on, on the SLS camera or the EVPs. We built a case that all of these things are going on and happening at various points to corroborate what we just experienced. Um, so for us, that was very telling. And then also when we have investigations where we don't get anything happening, like where my REM pod is not going active all night, that to me is validation as well um, of, of other investigations. So the absence of, of some of these um, pieces of equipment not alarming or going off at a certain time is, is also telling. So you got to kind of take it in that vein as well. And, um, you know, like I said to us, there are no 100% answers. There are no experts. We're just going out there trying to find evidence of something that's unexplainable. And none of us will know what's going on until we all die. So that's, that's, that's just the way that, that we kind of approach this. <laughs> and I had two other questions. If you saw me make that weird faces, because in my, I don't know if it happened in your headphones, but when I talked, I was like, wah! So, <laughs> um, you're, I have two other questions because I kind of 
went sideways when I, I was asking about if you had more ghost photos. So that's one I want to get back to. And the other one is, um, and I'll let you kind of decide. Or okay. I kind of have, it's kind of a two-part question about the ghost photos. And I'll just say it before I forget it. Sure. Um, the first part is, you know, have you actually gotten some, and I know you said you did, but the other part of that is like, which evidence do you feel you get more? You know, is it more photos, more um, video, video, or I guess that could kind of go with photos or mm -hmm. EVPs or K2s. And then the other question that I have that you can, you can just go ahead and answer them all. Um, mm -hmm. But when you said you're going to be at some conferences or events or you know speaking which wins so that in case anybody's listening and they want to come see you they'll know sure. where to find you yeah absolutely go for it <laughs> okay so to answer your first question um we've been very fortunate in capturing evps and i think to us the reason we have been able to do that is because we actually sit down and listen not that other teams don't but what we do is we i mean I, once we get home I will put on headphones and I will absolutely listen to every minute of audio that we captured. And, uh, you know, 99% of the time, what I'm listening to is just silence. So when something breaks that silence, you know, to me, it's, it's pretty awesome. So I would say EVPs um, followed by, we've been, we've been kind of successful with uh, capturing some shadow figures. We caught two at the Gilcrest County Jail and then we caught one at Fort Mifflin and um, we deployed laser grids so you can actually see in both of those instances, you can actually see a shadow figure cross those laser grids, which is, is kind of cool to us. Um, so EVPs first, um, and then probably a couple of the shadow figures has been the most uh, profound, um, I guess, evidence that we've captured. Um, we've also been fortunate enough to get some very cool activity on the REM pod. Um, I'd say the one that I'm most proud of is the one at uh, the Ma Barker house. The way the Mall Barker House sits, it's in the middle of nowhere. There, it has no power. It's it's literally on 40 acres in the middle of nowhere. And um, we had the REM pod set up in the room where Ma and Fred were killed, and it wasn't doing anything. We sat there for you know an hour doing various experiments. We were kind of walking around the house. The REM pod was not going off. And then we started asking direct questions. Nothing in the environment had changed. Um, we started asking direct questions related to their murder and their death, and the REM pod started acting in, intelligently to us. It would respond when we asked it to. It would stop alarming when we asked it to. And then we also followed that up with the spirit box. To us, we, we have gotten some really cool evidence on the spirit box as well. And, and again, if, if we were just in the Mall Barger house and the only thing that I captured that night was the REM pod activity, I would say, okay, that's really cool. I, I call that unexplainable because I can't explain why it's going off and why it's alarming. But now I'm bringing in the the spirit box. So now I've got two pieces of equipment doing two different things when I'm asking them to do it. And that to me becomes more unexplainable. And then when we couple in with the flashlights, okay, so the flashlights were laying there not doing anything until I asked it to do something. And now it's going off. So I know everybody has their various ideas and pros and cons about each piece of equipment. But to me, if you start lining up things and they're happening on command or in response to something, I can't explain that. So yes, you know, there may be pros and cons to each of them, but the more we use and the more, you know, evidence I feel that we're getting off each of those pieces of equipment, to me, that's just a, a more compelling story. Again, I don't ask anybody to believe it. If you don't think the REM pod is worth its salt, then, you know, maybe the SLS is more your speed. 
or the, the EVPs that we're getting is more your speed. So it's just, I ask that people just kind of look at it holistically rather than trying to pinpoint what we did or didn't do right with a piece of equipment. So that's kind of how I would approach that. And then to answer your second question, um, our next, uh, I will be uh, speaking at the, uh, the Delta Symposium at Arkansas State University in April. Um, we were very fortunate enough that the selection committee chose me to be one of their speakers. I'll be speaking on paranormal tourism and uh, we'll be have, having a few sessions there. Um, that is from April 8th. It runs from April 8th through the 11th. I'm not sure what day I'll be speaking on, but it's from the 8th through the 11th um, on the campus of Arkansas State University. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. And did you have another one too that you're doing or? We've, we've got a couple that are in the works. Um, there's a couple of libraries locally that I'll be speaking at. Um, the Alachua County Library has asked me to come and speak on the uh, old, old Gilcrest County jail investigation. So I'm kind of lining up, I'm still kind of lining up a few dates. Okay. So I can't, I can't give you specifics right now. So um, we've been asked to do one in San Diego. We've been asked to do one um, uh, in New Mexico. So it's just, it's different places like that. Um, and once we get those dates confirmed and squared away, I'll be putting them on my website. So everything that we have upcoming, all of our investigations, uh, all of our speaking engagements, we, we update our, our website regularly. Awesome. That's what I was going to say. Would you put it on the website and then people mm -hmm. would be able to find it? So you answered that. I didn't, it, you read my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's on our homepage, all the, the upcoming events. Awesome. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't want to keep it too much because I was a little bit late getting started and then I no, had my brain when <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's perfectly fine. I mean I'm I'm here for the afternoon, so That's it's awesome. up to you. Well, I thank you again for this. And then if you ever want to come back, um when I will have better questions or something. I'll we'll we'll talk about something different or do something fun or something if you if you want to and want some more exposure for Absolutely. both. I know on a hot mess we want you back and I I just love talking with you because it's really nice to talk with somebody who has more um I, I don't know how to say I'm afraid of the words that I might choose would be offensive <laughs> to other people so <laughs> I don't want to say it the way that I really want to say it but I just find you very um uh intelligent and not that other people aren't because again like you said i don't want to tread it's just a, a, it's it's refreshing to see this this presentation well thank you i i appreciate that and you know again that's that's kind of what we're going for um you know we we do want to kind of bring a professional element to it other other teams and other groups have their methods and that's fine for us you know what we do is we really try to bring a professional element to this and that's just kind of how we hold ourselves in our daily lives so we that just kind of moves itself into the paranormal um, yeah. realm as well it's just an extension well, that's what we try. That's what we try to do. That's what we try to be as well. So, um, but uh, no, I would absolutely love to come back. Um, you know, like I said, we've done several collaborations with Miranda Young from Ghost Biker Exploration. So um, we're always willing to co-host if you or co-guest if you want us to co-guest. So, oh um, yes, we yes. can do that at we some had point. Said that we definitely have to make that happen. And another <laughs> thing that I have a little project that um, it's it's in the works. Um, it's called Schooled by Ghosts. And you would actually be phenomenal. So if you want to be any part of that, um, I will be reaching out because that's, it's still, it's going to be a little web series and it's still in the work. So we're, 
I'm trying to put it all together, but I, I, I need somebody who's like you um, that could could handle a couple of areas. Sure, so absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm absolutely open. You know, anything that I can do or, um, you know, help with or assist in, you know, you know, for for Haunt Johns, for Courtney, for a hot mess or Sarah and Dee Dee. Absolutely. I mean, I I said before, I think we're kindred spirits in this, no pun intended, um, but I do think <laughs> we're, we're kindred spirits in this. And it's just again, it's very refreshing to find ladies uh, of your caliber really doing what you're doing. And I'd be happy to partner with you all in any way that we can do. So, People listening won't be able to see my face, but she just said I had caliber. So that was just, like, whoa, I feel like if I had a little tie, I would be straightening it. <laughs> we absolutely should. Uh, again, I'm just, I, I really appreciate your professionalism with this as well. So, oh, um, yay. Because I don't feel so professional when I'm like, what, what? <laughs> my words are not coming to me. I'm supposed to be, because I write better, right? Than I, than I, I, then I speak, obviously. So I mean, well, not obviously. Maybe I don't write that well, but I it comes easier to me than speaking. So this podcasting yes, video stuff is it's challenging. But that's what Eleanor Roosevelt said, right? You've got to step outside your comfort, do one thing every day. So today I'm doing it again. <laughs> Absolutely. She said a lot of cool things. So yeah. I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. So, no, again, I just really appreciate your time and, and having us on and the support that you've shown to Soul Sisters Paranormal. It's just, it's it's very, uh, very cool. And I, I, I very much appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you, because I appreciate you, too. You have no idea. So, <laughs> but I'll find a way to show you. Okay, well, thanks, Courtney. And I'm telling you, I'm taking you to Gettysburg. We're going. It's going to it's gonna happen. Yeah, next time you're going, tell me, and I'm just going to make, I'm clearing on my whole calendar. Okay, great. I'm going to slow roll past your house. You jump in and we're taking off. I'm really <laughs> good at doing that too because my husband moves so fast. Like mostly he's got the car already going, but I'm still trying. So I can, I know I can do it. I can just jump right in. All right, girl, it's on. The door. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Okay. Well, I hope you have a very good rest of your day. You as well. Thank you. Yeah. been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Maroc, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this journey. I snagged the music Phantom from Space from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. If you'd like to continue exploring beyond the podcast, jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net. Or if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Haunt Jaunts wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also jaunt with me socially on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You'll find links to all of Haunt Jaunts' social media on the website, as well as a player on the podcast page with all of the episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.